0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, with me today. As always,
1: Brandon White here, guys. What is going on, Split Line Off-Road Nation?
0: Episode 033. Man, this is awesome. We're just racking them off.
1: Racking them off. 33 one one.
0: episodes deep every week coming at you guys. Yeah. Yeah got a lot to talk about today we got some supercross to talk about we got some GNCC to talk about several local events going on in the area Brandon you went to fast tracks this weekend yeah uh Mountain State had a race in Elkins so we're gonna talk about all that stuff um that one looked like a mud fest
1: yeah uh got some upcoming GNCC coming our
0: way yep GNCC we're gonna be previewing the uh the show at Ironman I think it's called the Hoosier this weekend Uh, Yeah. yeah so uh We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. And, uh, I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. We got the final round of Supercross coming up.
0: Yeah, we got big things coming for Split Line as well. Yes, we're not some going to be
1: info, some big info coming. Coming. Hopefully, we. It's can. a little bit of a teaser right there. A little bit.
0: Yeah. So, uh, hey guys, if this is your first time joining the podcast, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it, and uh, make sure you hit that follow button on uh, Spotify uh, so you guys can get our podcast every week. We come come at you every week on tuesday morning so uh yeah we we don't miss too many opportunities to put a show out so uh we'll be uh uh, we'll always be on uh, instagram and facebook as well so look for us there split line off road and uh yeah that's about it we hmm. got uh, some fantasy to talk about this week, right? Yeah, yeah, we kind of we missed, missed it, last it last week. Sorry guys. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. We we, we uh, Brandon texted me after the show. And he's like, "You know what? We forgot to talk about
1: <laughs> the most important part of the show, right?" Yeah, everybody loves <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was a rough week on uh, Rocky Mountain for me, but uh, I don't even pay attention anyways, to me, anymore. it anymore. Um, makes me so mad. Rocky Mountain, we got uh, Jay Groff 660. In the front, I think he's going to wrap it up unless he has a really, really, really bad week and someone goes off. Um, MX Mom, 746, is in second. Oh,
0: man, she's making a comeback. She
1: made a comeback. Uh, Gross Spring awesome. High. In um, third, WFO Grasshopper. In um, fourth, and Jacob Fi- uh, Jacob W5 in fifth. So that Congratulations,
0: guys. You didn't hear any of our uh, either one of our names in that top five list, so that Heck means no. that we're awful at this <laughs> so <laughs> but uh over at pulp where fantasy is uh, a little different um we uh have uh Kyler murray <sighs> looks like he's ended up taking the championship from me oh, there man yeah yep yeah. but i i gotta give him a shout out he ended up uh finishing 88th overall wow. this past weekend uh, he has been on a tear the past couple weeks, killing it. Um, he came – this is kind of embarrassing, but do you realize he came back from missing a round Yeah. to now he's in the lead in the championship and he's beating he's beating me by like 200 points.
1: He's hacked the system or something. Something. Come on, <laughs> man. Go ahead and miss another round,
0: and I'd probably still lose. But anyways, uh, so Kyler Murray, he's in first. Uh, I'm in second. Um Mr. Poopy Butt is in third. Uh, Jay Groff is in fourth, and Brandon broke into the top five. Wow. That's yeah. scary. so uh, that's been it's been fun this year. It's yeah. been fun having you guys uh, on and and uh, creating a league, and we'll be sure to do that again next year, or uh, actually in the uh, the outdoor season.
1: Yeah, so yeah. we'll uh, off We'll
0: do some prizes for the outdoor season as well. Yeah, Some moto. Yeah, so. Uh, with that being said, let's get, kind of jump into Supercross real quick. We'll touch on Supercross. Yeah, what would you think about this? The first S, uh, the first- um,
1: St. Louis? St. Louis. Or Salt Lake. <laughs> Salt, I, I was getting ready to <laughs> say St. Louis
0: too. No, the uh, first Salt Lake City uh, round. What'd you think of that?
1: Man, I tell you what, coming from Atlanta and then coming back and then going back into that Supercross style track, it looked like everything was like together and bunched up. So and, many
0: lap riders. And it was just weird. It, it was weird. It was weird. Um. I mean, good racing. Yeah. It was good racing, but it looked so tight and technical and, and slow. Yeah. Did it not look slow? Yeah,
1: everything just everything just looked totally different. I mean, but you know, when you have three rounds at a big speedway like that and everything's opened up and you come back into a, a tight section and it just looks weird. But yeah. uh man, K Rock. Okay. <sighs> he had it. He was doing what he was supposed to be doing, just like Atlanta and
0: that looks like a fall that I would have had. Or that you would have had. The track... Or that a normal human being would have had. Not somebody (laughs) like Roxanne.
1: The track was tricky um, because uh, I think it was Hunter, not Hunter, Jet was saying at the end of his race that... It looked like it had traction out there, but really there was a hard base with a little bit of loose soil, and and uh, it was pretty slippery.
0: It's kind of the same thing we saw last year at Salt Lake for yeah. the seven final seven rounds.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, even Bam Bam had kind of had a similar fall in a different turn um, in this heat in the heat race. If you kind of came out of the turn and looked like you just slid the front end out. So
0: yeah. So unfortunately, um, we're not going to have too much excitement, I don't think, nah. for. Uh, any of the three championships going into the final round next weekend. But that doesn't mean we can't have some good racing. Um, all the championships are kind of under control. Uh, man, Christian Craig, unfortunately, oh. uh, bad luck strikes again. Um, you know, when I first saw the the video of him going down, I thought, okay, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And then uh, come to find out he had a fractured, uh, I think, fib. Yeah. And, and that really – You know, you can't put any weight on your leg like that. You know, kudos for him for trying um, in the first heat race, but uh, he quickly found out that that wasn't going to work. I think he'd even make a lap, did he? He pulled pulled straight off. Yeah, he
1: he tried, and you could tell as soon as he went off the gate, he was like, no, this isn't happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah, big shout-out for him for trying. Um, But uh, Joe Shimoda. Man,
0: That was. Do you talk about weathering a storm? Weathering two storms, (laughs) I was impressed. I honestly did not think that he would stick uh, stick in the lead. He 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 had a lot of pressure coming his way, the entire race. Um, So you know, good for him. Yeah, that was awesome.
1: I didn't know. I didn't think he was going to survive. it. I mean, Moseman was all over him, and
0: and then Jet was all over and him, and then
1: Jet was all over him. And then here come Colt Nichols, and I was like, "Oh boy, is Colt going to r- r- rail them both in?" And yeah, and uh, he held it off, man.
0: What are you looking forward to the most in uh, the final round? Um, uh,
1: I'm kind of looking forward to the 250 round, just because you get the east East-west and the west. Even though there's yeah. not a lot of east. Uh, guys, But,
0: but there's still players. I mean, you still – I, I, I want to see where, where Shimoda can finish uh, in Jet. a stacked group where Jet's going to do. I want to see – you know, it would be awesome to see the uh, uh, Lawrence brothers get into a battle. Yeah. And and I think either one of them could podium. I think there's a lot of guys that could get up there and play spoiler yeah. uh, as far as the winner goes. Uh, there's always something weird that happens in the final round. Do you think that we see a new winner uh, for the year in either class going into the final round?
1: Um, Probably i think I think um Justin cooper kind of needs to be worried a little bit mm-hmm. um just because he has more competition he doesn't have it completely wrapped up um he i am not sure points I don't have them right here, here I know it's not a whole race out or anything like that so. no
0: none of the none of the races are a whole race out, but I think they're all in the twenties, yeah so they're right there i, I mean, mean the guys have to have like a terrible a, 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 a i, just, terrible I keep race. thinking
1: back to a c That year in Vegas,
0: man, I don't even think an AC bad race would would prevent these guys from. I mean, as long I think it'd have to be like 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 uh, DNF. I think for these guys to.
1: Yeah, I mean, for Cooper, for sure, it'd have to be a DNF. But for Cooper Webb, or okay, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cooper, yeah, you
0: got to be more specific. You, you know, it was
1: funny you were talking about that. Man, it, Cooper's, Cooper's just made of champions. Yeah, like, I the guess. name Cooper's <laughs> just made for champions, right? Well, it's <laughs> funny you say that because Mr. Cooper Webb's name is really Paul. Yes. <laughs> yes, we
0: mentioned it last week in the podcast. And we just didn't know what it we was. We didn't know what it was. You couldn't remember. Hey, real quick. Um, highlight of the race for me, though, was our boy Daniel Blair yeah. in the in the uh, booth, yeah. he killed it. He did a really good job. Yeah, I hope that job. they, I hope he ends up getting that job for full full time.
1: Yeah, I mean it'd be pretty cool. Um, it's definitely good for like the people that really uh, are into the sport to have two guys up there. Um, I was really kind of disappointed when they took Fro out mm-hmm. of the, of the box because I think Fro and Carmichael and maybe even do like a trio with daniel blair that would just be sick it would
0: be you know you didn't hear have any like uh the green kawasaki's or the green (laughs) kawasaki's or the uh red honda references so it was it was nice it was just a breath of fresh air uh i always like daniel i listen to his podcast all the time main event moto and um it's just good stuff and it's cool to see somebody's uh career flourish that they've been working really hard for so uh kudos to him and uh we're rooting for him to get that job, but <clears throat> um, going into the final round, um, I'm going to say we do see another new winner. Um, either I don't think the 250 class, but I think the 450 class, we could see another new winner.
1: Might. because um, Cooper Webb could probably try to play it a little safe, and he's definitely going to play it safe. I don't. But, uh, it, why
0: would he? Why would he go for a win? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think he can finish like 18th and still win the championship. Be
1: good, yeah. But uh, speaking of new winners, oh Marv! Marv, dude, he weathered the storm for a good. He bit. did. He did. He
0: did. He weathered the storm, and I think he, you know, you know him. He was catching Roxon. Yeah, he was. So maybe that's what had Roxon kind of on the ropes and make that little bit of a bobble uh, in it to begin with.
1: I'm 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 really curious to see because see, Marv in the last couple of weeks have got rid of the neck brace.
0: No, man, that is such a hot topic right now because you got Marv getting rid of the neck brace. You got <clears throat> Jason Anderson getting rid of the neck brace. Chase mm-hmm. Sexton getting rid of the neck brace. It, it, it kind of looks like Chase Sexton should throw it back on with the crashes he's been having <laughs> yeah, lately. Yeah. But that, that's uh, neither here nor there. But Maybe uh, maybe Rhino's getting to everybody. I was gonna say it. I didn't know if you knew <laughs> yeah, about yeah. Ryan Hughes. Oh yeah. So yeah. Did you so listen to the Gypsy Tail podcast with Ryan Hughes on it? N- no, I didn't. But I watch yeah. a lot yeah, of I mean, Ryan Hughes uh, yeah. YouTube
1: videos, like get some riding techniques and stuff like that. Yeah. And some of the stuff he's like, I'm like, well, he's kind of out there in left field. But uh, the whole brace thing is is pretty crazy. Like because he don't even like people wearing knee braces. No,
0: no, he would rather them wear the uh, Travis Pastrana um, the knee pads. Yeah. So that's what he. That's what he. I guess recommends and, and, you know, uh, I guess, you know, the pulp is like next thing he going goes after helmets. Yeah, right. <laughs> no helmets. That's kind of like, remember, like, uh, this is kind of completely off topic, but Don Neal and, uh, the old head coach of WVU football, he just said, you know, how, how do you get people to quit getting so many concussions? Just take the helmets <laughs> take off. The the they will stop using the helmets for spears, but that's <laughs> not like that in motorsports. Yeah. These guys let's, need helmets.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's go back to the, um, just the, uh, Get rid of the full face helmet and go to the half helmet. So uh that'd be interesting.
0: What's that? Go, I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> go for, get
1: get rid of the uh, full face helmet and go back to the old half the old half. Can you imagine <laughs> taking
0: roost to the mouth? <laughs>
1: Dude, Ugh. it sucks when you get it in your full face, not uh, alone. I know it, let alone so.
0: yeah. Yeah, for sure. So but, uh, uh hey, you went to fast tracks this weekend. Let's talk we did. about that a little we
1: did. bit. We went went to fast tracks, um, so my boy took
0: us – Let's talk <laughs> about <laughs> Colton. Man, Colton yeah. Whitehair, Brandon's yeah. son, first W.
1: First W of his of his uh, young career. Um, it was, you should have brought him on today. I should have. <laughs> um, but uh, he would have been like, hold it wide open. It, but uh, we were on the line, and we were sitting there, and it it was kind of crazy because the, the way his classes were, we were on the P-Dub. and uh, So I signed him up for the oil-injected class to mm-hmm. where you have to have a separate oil <laughs> reservoir. So, we're sitting on the line, and um, I look over to the right, and I see a KTM Mini 50, and I'm like, he's in this class? Like, you're in a P-Dub, and you got yeah. a KTM Mini yeah. over there, but I guess you have an old, separate old reservoir on those bikes that are able, you know, eligible for the class. Right. And I'm like, man, I don't know if he could beat that guy, you know, he's on a P-Dub, and... So we were just I was like, "Bud, just go have fun. Remember to race and hold it wide open." And that's what he <laughs> did, man. He did he was, Never let off. He huh? got a slow start cuz you know the P dub picks a little bit to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get it going and then after that It's kind of like a go-kart. It is. Engine. It is. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's like real slow Then all once you get him up to RPMs, mm-hmm. get on that top end and and uh, it was really bad, really bad to say, but at one point of the race, I was actually telling him to slow down a little bit because The did he first, have a good lead. Uh, no. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a pretty good lead that I could tell. I, we didn't actually know he won the race until we went to go pick up the award. Really? okay I just know he was beating that KTM mini for a while. So okay. I was okay. excited about that, but, uh, uh, there was a little jump on the track, like a little double in the first lap he came around to it. Um, me and his mom was FaceTiming cause we were at the GP track. And, um, so I'm like, oh yeah, he's right here. Uh, I got him. So I was cheering for him and he came out of the turn just wide open. I mean, just full grip coming into the double and I was like oh man he'll let off and uh and he didn't he sent it man he sent did he
0: clear the double no (laughs) (laughs) no he didn't clear
1: the double by any means he landed like right in the face of the next one like on the face of the landing and um there Did he was get a
0: face full of bars? No, no. He
1: he <laughs> took it like a champ. White, awesome. kept it kept it wide open and just kept going. But there was two guys standing there right in front of the jump, and you should have seen their eyes light up as he's flying through the air in a PW50, just <laughs> sending it, man. I'm like, me, myself, my. Oh, about your heart. Oh, was my like, heart to my stomach, oh. and I'm like, that that he wrote it out and just kept that's going, man. <laughs> never let off. That's <laughs> and, awesome. Um, that was really proud of him, man. It was a great day. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's,
0: that's awesome. all. I, whenever you sent me that picture and. And uh, I was just pumped for you guys, so that's awesome. But yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, so there was some good pro racing yeah. there, wasn't there?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, man, Joseph Cunningham out there, awesome watching him ride that track. Um, it's really fast out there, of course, but uh, he, now, he's not scared. To... Now, those of
0: you not familiar with Joseph Cunningham, he is a amateur uh, at the GNCC races, but he is constantly – like your top amateur of the day. So he is uh yeah. oh, he's a good fast rider. He's he he's got he's got the skills, that's for sure.
1: If, if I'm not mistaken, I think he rides for Team Babbitt. Yes, Kalesaki he does. He rides for Team Babbitt and uh, with the 258. uh I think he rides the two fifty eight um race, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yes. But uh yeah, him and Killerberg him and Killerberger on the open A class, man, out there at Fast Tracks. They were going back and forth, um, just riding all day long on that. Uh, but it was really cool to watch them go back and forth. And, uh, I think, um, Cunningham won, won both a, a classes that day. So
0: yeah, I saw some videos of them going back and forth and that was, uh, that was pretty awesome to see. Did you stick around for the ATVs? I'm sure you I, guys probably took listen, took off. We because yeah.
1: like <laughs> the last race we, uh, we stayed for was the one thirty and, uh, it was starting to sprinkle and mm-hmm. Jonathan and Dan was out there, um, uh, racing. So, uh, we got back. They heard up. got through in the truck. And we 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 head out of there. But uh, Adam McGill um, and Brandon Owens uh, had a good battle. I heard. Um, and McGill ended up pulling it off and winning. But, yeah, McGill but, won.
0: Uh, McGill won the race, and uh, he he made a post about it the other day, or I'm sorry, today, and saying that it was like a sloppy, muddy uh, race. And that was about the time that storm came through, so I'm sure it was yeah. uh, pretty wet conditions out there and pretty gnarly for sure. But, uh, you know, hats off to him for <clears> – <throat> I know he was sick last week um, yeah. coming home from the GNCC, so I, I kind of expected him to take the weekend off. Uh, I don't think he raced the Mountain State race this weekend. No, he didn't. Uh, but he did go out there, and he, he likes that um, that track over there at Fast Track. Oh, so, yeah,
1: man. You can, it's it's a blast. I and
0: think we might join you next time you guys go out there. need to.
1: I mean, I probably won't be riding, but – I'll watch you guys and
0: will you stay for the ATVs? For yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's <laughs> nice, like I'll stay
1: for Supercross and like Colton Race, so yeah,
0: there you, you go. Know, so, did you see uh, now we don't typically cover the uh mid east hair scrambles, but did you see uh, Hunter Hart's video from there? Yeah, uh, yeah. Hot, like Hunter, railing that uh, dirt, tra- dirt, dirt car track, dirt track yeah. we're, we're looking at it right now? That was pretty sweet. Like, yep. I would have loved just, just to hit that second, just, just <laughs> wide open. Just wide open. Uh, it is weird that they were taking, they were they were running it backwards, though, because he was making uh, a right-hand hand turn, to a so left-hand, left-hand turn. turn.
1: If I'm not mistaken, and that might be the same track that um, Dan, our buddy Dan uh, with the show, um, went down and raced, and he said that was a, uh, the best, one of the best, uh, tracks he's rode in a He's while. rode it
0: before, not not this weekend, though? Yeah, not, okay. not this weekend, but gotcha. I,
1: he's raced it a couple years past, and uh, he said that was awesome. The only reason I think of is because it was tied into a dirt car track. Yes, so. yes, and
0: it looked like a muddy race, too. We're looking at some of uh, Hunter Hart's uh, Instagram highlights, and it was <clears throat> looked like a pretty wet race as well, so uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, local action going on this weekend. Yep. Down at Elkins, they had the uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble, and um, It looked to me like I didn't get to go. Uh, I was kind of bummed I didn't get to go. But it looked like it was uh, muddy in the morning and progressively got better through the day Um, just from the pictures that I saw. I'm just judging off of the pictures that I saw.
1: Uh, Some of the quotes uh, on Facebook and stuff, they said it was just pure mud. Even the quads? uh, I know all the bikes said it was just pure mud. Okay. It was just the muddiest. then add more mud so. yeah,
0: maybe i'm not too <laughs> bummed about missing that one yeah, yeah,
1: so. <laughs> i tell you what was cool to see was uh lane michael yeah um, got got out to the local one down down there and uh took the win
0: yeah he did he did but you know what um uh it, it was awesome to see him out there and, and and doing that uh local racing seriously when's when's the last time he's raced in west virginia at a local Honestly, race
1: i'm not sure i'd have to do some research on that but i, I don't <laughs> I think it's been a while. I think it's been a while since he's been in West Virginia running local. Yeah.
0: Well, <clears throat> another thing that was awesome is to see that uh, uh, I was watching live timing and scoring while they were racing, and uh, Brendan Polling. Yeah. Um, he wasn't too far behind Lane. He was able to run Lane's pace for a while. Then Lane broke out and and, and rode off. Uh, may had a couple minute gap on him, but um, I think uh, he broke. Brendan did. Yeah, he broke. Did he, break? He,
1: he broke on the last lap. Oh, okay. Um, I think I read his post. Uh, he broke on the last lap, not too far from the finish line, but he okay. had to get towed in.
0: Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, when you get in those muddy conditions, things tend to snap. Things tend to get water in them, and uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, on the uh, ATV side, um, ATV side, Brett Sturtevant, uh he won in that uh, that race, and he's you know he's been. Uh, kind of the uh, grand marshal of the uh, Mountain State races for the past few years. Um, I tell you, that guy's fast. He really is. And it's always cool to see, uh, you know, I, every time I think of him, I think of, like, uh, his performances at GNCC races when he'll just come out of nowhere and race a snowshoe race and and uh, run in the top three, top five, four. Pull a hole, four, shot, pull a hole shot. Yeah, uh, last year he pulled a whole shot at um, – what was it? The down in Beckley. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's really cool to see somebody local that uh, stays relevant in the sport and uh, uh, can go out there and send it with the best of them. But congratulations to him for winning the Mountain State this this weekend. And uh, he started his own race team. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, he's got. They, they've got some riders on their race team. Um, and I'm not sure who the other. <sighs> Who the other rider was uh, on his team, but also finished on the overall podium. So two, oh, cool. two of the uh, three riders on the podium for the ATVs was a uh, stardom rider. So that's awesome to see, and uh, good to see some success coming out of uh, his first year of owning a team. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, what do we want to get to now? Let's talk a little bit uh, G and C. Yeah. We're going to be going to the Hoosier uh, race this weekend at the the famous. Ironman Raceway out in Indiana, uh, Crawfordsville, those guys, uh, uh, that racetrack out there is just iconic. Um, And it's really cool to see them the past two years be able to hit that track twice. Um, Let's go ahead and cover dirt bikes first.
1: Okay. Um, So let me ask you a first question. Do you think it's going to be wet, like typical Ironman, or do you think we're going to get some dry Ironman?
0: I think it's gonna be drier. <clears throat> um, I've not looked at the forecast, so. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I swear. I just feel like we've been having a drier spring. I mean, I know we had some muddy races this weekend, but that's because a storm yeah, it came just through. came through. If you would race those races today, it'd probably be oh, dusty yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because sure, like yeah. we don't we don't have a lot of. Uh, I, I don't feel like we have a lot of. Uh, groundwater right now. Yeah, so there's not too much moisture in the It's ground. not like a typical spring where where you got just, you know, a spongy ground. Um, so I think you're going to see drier conditions, which means I think you're going to see faster-paced races this, this weekend. I think you're going to see um, uh, a lot of, you know, the Ironman track is already a fast track, which, you know, lends itself on the ATV side to people like Bryson and Neal, uh, Walker Fowler, you know, Cole Richardson, those guys – they can get out there and, and and they're not afraid to push that pace past the comfortable limits. So, um, uh, I look for that to be a good race as well, but on the bike side,
1: um, you think anybody can beat, uh, Mr. Baylor? I think they better. I think they they better
0: because if they don't, you know, he's, he's getting on a roll and we're took, we're looking at what three in a row now.
1: Yeah. So Um, Ben Kelly (laughs) is the guy that, um, I think he's going to have to step up this weekend and, uh, kind of, um, you know put a foot you know it's like hey Stu. you know sorry dude you're, you're gonna have to take second or third this week because uh, i'm gonna beat you
0: ben kelly has one win so far in round two and then since then he's went uh second fourth and then third yeah. so he's consistent consistent, he he's just consistent. Needs to be up on the box but he needs to um he needs to stick the foot in the door on uh so to speak on Stu dude, baylor mm-hmm. and and really you know you know kind of showed that he's not going really to pushed around, I guess. Yeah, uh, You know, Ben can do it. Ben, yeah, for sure. You know, we look back to last year towards the end of the season, uh, the last five rounds when, when Stu uh, won four or five, I believe it was. Um, there was a lot of races that Ben not only finished second, but he was hot on, on Stuart Baylor's heels. So um, if there's anybody that can slow Stu down, it's going to be Ben. And, you know, he still has the lead in points, but, um, you know, we're – we're only five rounds in, and yeah. and and you know we have more than half of the season to go. And Stu uh, Stu's not that far out of the lead. No, he's, he's only ten. one point behind Grant, his brother, yeah. and then he's only ten points behind Ben. Yeah. So it's it's um it's going to be a really good race, I think. And. You know, I think, you know, we talked to Thad Duvall last week, uh, shameless plug. If you guys have not listened to that podcast, make sure you go listen to it. Uh, we talk about everything uh, yeah. hunting and, and, <laughs> and bike related. So it was, it was a good time. But, um, what, what I gathered from, from Thad was he's ready to get back to winning shape.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think Thad's, uh probably looking to rebound. Hopefully not have any bike issues this week, like he did the week before, um, So I think he's ready to maybe start taking the step to get back on that podium at least. Um, The one guy that I think that uh, showed us a little bit of something was Ricky Russell. Yes. Um, He's definitely got the speed. If he can get a good start and get out front and put a heck of a pace down and and stay out of the mistakes. I think Ricky Russell has the speed to to pull away and um, stay out there and get the win
0: consistently this year. Ricky has been somebody that has been able to get out front early, and it's been it's been uh, figuring out that lace ra- that late race uh, pace. <laughs> say that yeah. <laughs> late race pace. There we go. <clears throat> that has been his struggle so far this year. He rode it in for second this last yeah. week or this last race, and uh, you know we talk about momentum all the time on this show. And, and we, it, we always talk about how once a guy gets a result that he wants, it seems like things like that come easier for yeah. him. So, um, you know, I'm excited for him because he, he's came through a lot of adversity with that injury and doctors tell him he shouldn't race anymore. Um, I think that, you know, he's definitely somebody I could see on the podium again as well. And somebody I could see battling for wins. Um, just because Stu has won you know the three races in a row, I don't think that this field is uh he's
1: not guaranteed to win no he's
0: not he's not and I think that uh I think there's a lot of people that that could step up and do it and 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 beat him yeah. um straight up and uh you know that's no slouching on on uh on stew because he's obviously the class of the field right now but that's just i think that i think the field is collectively that strong this year oh
1: yeah for sure i mean it only takes like you said like ricky russell um to catch fire just from getting that second place in the box because then he knows okay i could run this pace i know the pace i need to run now now i want to go get that first place yes you know you know as a rider as we both know and um It takes a little bit of confidence, and it takes momentum. And once you get both of those, you're a very dangerous man, and I think that's what Stu Baylor has right now. Um, There's two guys that I think are really lacking it, and if they can catch it a little bit, and that's Jordan Ashburn and Josh Strang. Yes. They've been kind of quiet this year, especially Josh Strang. Um, Jordan Ashburn always seems to scoot by with being quiet, but I think Josh Strang right now is – kind of frustrated with himself as you can with the whole year the way it's been going so far.
0: Well, Ashburn, you know, he's this year uh, last year he had one podium and he finished third overall last year. Right now he's sitting at fourth overall and he has two podiums already this year and has finished just off the podium uh, one other time with another fourth place finish and then he's had a couple six place finishes which is not bad. No. It's solid riding like that that's going to get you a overall podium at the end of the year uh, if he keeps putting in rides like that. Um, but, you know, he's somebody that seems to want more as far as uh, overall results. So I'm looking for him to, to want to uh, push for that podium spot again this weekend and then um, – Strang, he's had some several weird issues go on this year. You talk about like how he broke the front brake, Break, yeah. Um, and then something else happened where he broke down and had to have something fixed. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Do you remember what it uh, was? I oh. can't
1: remember. I, I know there was a couple things that he had to pull in and let him fix and get off the bike, and and um, but, I can't remember the other thing. So, like, he was finished. it a shifter he, or something that yeah, broke? Yeah, I, so.
0: I think so. He fit. He was his clutch. He finished eleventh the last round, so something happened. I can't remember exactly what it was, so forgive us for that. If you guys know, know. (laughs) you're yelling at us right now. But the when he when he had the wheel problem, he finished seventh overall. Um, But besides those two bad finishes, uh, he's been on the podium every other week. He's finished second twice and third once. So you know he's somebody that could definitely challenge for a win. Uh, Last year when we were at this place at the very last round. not the very last round, but uh, the last time we were at the uh, Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man. <clears throat> Remember him and Stu were battling, and Stu fell on Iron Man Hill, yeah. uh, going going into the finish line, and that that was a good battle. And Stu was in prime condition there too. So this track lends itself to uh, Josh String. He's definitely somebody that I could see taking a win, uh, an overall win here this weekend. So
1: yeah. I mean, this is, maybe this place is where String catches fire. Maybe I mean he comes in, and he's like, oh, I won here last year, well, I'll do it again, and. And uh, keep the momentum rolling.
0: This championship is totally wide open. You know, Strang is only just a little bit over twenty points out of the lead as well, and he's in he's in he's in fifth place. So you know, these guys. I mean, this is a really tight field. Uh, you know, uh, Stu winning the three straight is about the only person separating themselves as of right now. Yeah. Um, but but that doesn't mean that somebody else can't catch fire and do the same thing.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh it 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 could just be anybody. Um another rider, which we were just talking about, he came out and rode, rode uh um the local mountain state. It was Elaine uh, Michael. Um he, I mean, He's struggled this year, yeah, So far, he's struggling, but he's he's starting to bring it around. I think I, you know full he, fast sprint and He's been doing good, and
0: yes, he has been doing really good at full. And and, and you know uh, that reminds me that that uh, Stu Baylor had said that that the last uh, full gas sprint and was the one that um, he said I finally got beat straight up without having a problem or anything, and it was Lane that beat him. So Lane has got the speed. Lane has
1: a sprint speed. He really, he really does. does. If he can get it all together for the three hours, he'd be a, he's going to be very dangerous. And that
0: seems to have been the problem for for Lane. Those th- man, that's three hours is a long, it is. long time. You talk about like. Just something as simple as your blood sugar dropping yeah. is going to is going to affect your performance and affect your your efficiency on the track. Um, so you got to take so much into account when it comes to that three hours. Um, you know, Lane did have his best finish of the year so far uh, with a fifth place finish at round five, um, but I think that you're. right. I could see him on the podium, and I don't see it being too long before he gets on the podium. Uh, I know he wants more, and he's a hungry kid uh, that, uh, like you said, has a sprint speed and has the skill set to to be up there. It just is, it's just getting all those puzzle pieces like identified and figured out. Yeah.
1: So, do you think Grant Grant Baylor is going to be the one and done this year? Do you think he's going to have anything else left in the tank?
0: Grant Baylor's been so consistent this year so far, though. Besides that one win, he's not been on the podium again. But he's finished in fourth place three times and then fifth once. So he's been in the top five every single race. And um, <clears throat> I don't think he's gonna be one and done this year. Yeah. I don't. I think that he's hungry, and I just think that he's um, <sighs> he's that guy that we haven't used this reference in a while.
2: <laughs>
0: but he's that diesel engine yeah. of a racer that gets going throughout the race mm-hmm. and just progressively gets better.
1: It seemed like last race, it it's looked like, like he was gonna—he was starting out pretty strong, yeah. And everybody was like, if he stays like this and he can finish like he usually does, you have to worry. You know, everybody better worry. You know, start worrying, but.
0: Oftentimes, he's one of the fastest riders on the track at the end of the race, but yeah. it's the first part of the race that he has to get dialed in and figured out um, to be within sight, to be within striking distance for that win, for that overall podium. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't think he'll be one and done this year. I think, you know, right now you've only seen three winners so far this year. I think you could easily see six winners by the end of the year. Because uh, oh, yeah. you got, you, got, um, um, you know, Grant – has obviously won one Ben Kelly and Stuart Baylor, but uh man I could see definitely Strang. I could see definitely Strang getting a getting a win. Uh Ricky Russell, Thad Duvall. I mean mm-hmm. that's those guys right there.
1: That'd make easy five. Yeah. Easy, easy six total. Five or wins. six, yeah.
0: Yeah. So um yeah, and then and then you couldn't count you can't count out people like Lane Michael. Uh, or or Ashburn, Ashburn. Yeah,
1: a- Ashburn can do it. He can he can really do it. He's just you know, he's just that guy that just sneaks right up there and yeah, flies under the radar.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's go talk ATV racing. Let's go to the Saturday. We're going in reverse this week, but uh, we got a good reason for it. Man, this is going to be a good race. I think. I think we're going to yeah. see a battle. Um, we have we have Bryce and Neil coming off of a win last weekend. Um, you know, Bryson's had an up-and-down season so far. He's had two 11th-place finishes, which is definitely not where he wants to be, but those are uh, due to mechanical failures. Uh, he has two wins, and then he has one second-place finish, which is the really good race between him and and, and, uh, and Fowler, where it came down to last turn, yeah. you know, last-ditch effort. It was a good, really, really good race. That was the infamous punch race. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I, th- I think that this race is going to be a fight, a knockdown, drag out fight, because you got a track that lends itself to somebody like Bryson that wants to push that pace. Um, but you know you know that, that Fowler's not going to lay down and he he wants to win just as bad as if he was the one at a points deficit. Um, Fowler's somebody that races with that I'm not gonna say chip on his shoulder, but always something to prove. Yeah, and he wants to get to that that 100 wins, like he was talking about. Yeah, and, <clears throat> um, you know, I, I think it's gonna be a really good race between between those guys. Uh, Cole Richardson, he's somebody that can get up there and mix it up with those those two as well. And this track is, I think, is gonna be really racy because, like we talked about before, um, it's gonna be muddy. It's gonna be dry. I think it's gonna end up being a dry-ish race but it's going to lend itself to some high-speed racing
1: yeah for sure i mean when these guys when you think of uh, brace and neal and walker fowler getting out to a high-speed race um you think you think fireworks um and then you also hope both bikes can make it through the whole race um and then you start throwing in like iron man hill um that that can start getting interesting uh so i mean
0: you got tricky sections on this track, but it also seems like it has a really good flow to it as well. Yeah. To lends itself to, to a high speed race. And somebody else, that I think uh, would welcome a high speed race it's is Hunter Hart. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, Hunter for sure. And then <clears throat> and uh, Cole Richardson. I mean, he's been uh, the last race showed us. You know, he's he's here to make improvements, and he's coming. He's coming for that top stop step.
0: And the last two guys that we mentioned as well. Um, I think you got your. In this class, it's, it's it's interesting. You got your tiers of riders. Um, you got your pace setters, which I believe is is Walker and Bryce, um, Bryce. And, and uh, then I and then you got your guys that can latch. And I think Cole, Hunter Hart, Adam McGill. If those guys can latch on to um, the the top two guys, I think those two guys or those guys can can throw that toe hook out and really make it a race. But you know as well as i do as soon as you start losing sight of those top guys it makes it tough it makes it tough to run that pace because you know you, you can run it when you see it and yeah. um, and when you can't see it it makes it tough
1: you know who i think is going to be a dark horse <clears throat> this week coming in who's that austin abney
0: austin abney okay
1: because this is his i think this would be his hometown race cuz he's, he's from indiana i'm pretty sure and, uh, I think he's been kind of silent. I think if he puts a good race together and, and, and runs it strong, I, I think he'll be in a top five.
0: You know, it's funny you mentioned Austin because he's been trending upward uh, a little bit. He's been hovering around that top 10 and he finished ninth overall, uh, ninth place last race. And I, I think I saw a post where he said, he's starting to feel better on the bike. And, and he is somebody that I think they can run a high pace and run a fast race as well. Um, You think he's going to push for a top five, though?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is home. I'm pretty sure this is home track. This is his home track. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know how it is. You're at home. You got family, you know, around you. You got a good team. Yeah. you know, you just feel comfortable. You know, this is like going to your local track. You just feel more comfortable. You feel like you belong there. Um, you probably raced it a thousand and one times. Yeah. been out there. So I think I think he's going to be in a comfort zone and just be watching out for Austin Adney this weekend. You know
0: who else is somebody that I could definitely see uh, on the box this weekend? Um, a guy that that he didn't have a good race last this last race, uh, finishing eighth. Uh, but Jared McClure,
2: yeah.
0: um, he's somebody that I definitely could see pushing for that podium position. I, I like it when I see him and um, McGill battling, yeah. because that's like that uh, old head. <laughs> uh, those guys just just out there, you know, killing it, and uh, <clears throat> really, um, it's really cool seeing those guys battling at, at, at the, such a high level uh, and staying in the sport. Um, and then and then Chris Borsch as well. Yeah. Uh, he ended up finishing fifth last last race so that's somebody that that i could see also up there uh battling with those guys um, when you get those three guys together between uh mcgill uh, uh Borsch, and then jared mcclure those guys uh put on a really good show for oh, sure oh yeah
1: oh yeah. anytime you get uh, mcgill Bo- uh, Borsch, and uh mcclure together that's that's always a fun time um i tell you what john glotta jr he's been kind of kind of uptrend on an uptrend hasn't he
0: uh yeah john glotta jr he's been uh hang on let me look here at the the papers real quick um well he didn't have a really good race this past week he finished 13th but before that he finished ninth overall and he's been hovering on that top 10 as well Uh, but you know we talk about all the time how how this class specifically they get broken up into these groups and Then you got your guys that are in their no man land, and uh, that's where like like Hunter Hart has found himself in as well. Uh, Then you got the middle of the pack, the heart of the pack, and then you got the guys that are like around that top ten area, and that's um, kind of where Johnny um, or I'm sorry, John or John (laughs) has been uh, has been hovering around Mm -hmm. lately. Um,
1: Josh Merritt is another guy that um, he had a really strong year at the end of the year there, and and he was picking it up, and I thought it would, might carry over um, into the, into this season. Um,
0: he had his best finish so far uh, last race with the seventh-place position, and he's finishing just inside the top ten with a couple of eighths and a couple of ninths, um, but he's been staying consistent yeah. there. So he's sitting seventh overall right now. Um, he's somebody that, uh, you know – Every time I see a post from him, he's talking about being hungry, uh, wanting more, and I'm excited to see that. Um, I I think that's somebody – you know, I saw where he said that he was really – he said, man, the pro pace just keeps getting faster and faster. But I think that he is – somebody that takes that in stride and is like okay the pro pace is getting faster i need to get faster and he's somebody that doesn't seem to mind the work um in the the hours it takes to to put in and and get faster himself
1: yeah yeah it's, uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting race i mean uh every week you just never know um you know walker Fowler is always fast and and so is embracing neil um and then Cole Richardson's been is is coming, you know, he seems like he's getting his bike figured out and and it's just like what's going to happen, man? You know, you got fire I'm just waiting for fireworks to go off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then you talk about like, you know, when Walker was on a couple of weeks ago, he talked about how these, you know, he's got these tracks kind of named to certain riders like Bryson <clears throat> The last time that they were at Indiana, Bryson won that race, um, and then McClure—he's, you know, a hard guy to beat at the Mason Dixon. But you got you got the Hoosier coming up, which you know Walker said that Bryson should be the favorite there because he won the last one there, and then then John Penton, which is Bryson also won the last one there as well. But I tell you what, man, Walker's not somebody that wants to lay down easily and i i know like he's saying these guys are the favorites of these tracks mason dixon that's cole richardson's house but um but walker i think that's one of those things where walker like wants to get that point to yep. prove he wants to, to 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 make something like okay this is that guy's house so i'm going to go into this house and beat, beat him, him yeah. you know it's just cool to see somebody like that operate that way and and, yeah. and find reasons to be motivated it's like
1: football you know yeah, it yeah, really the is. Team coming in in homecoming it, night, it, and, exactly and, and kicking their ass. It, you know? Exactly,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like Walker's won at all these tracks before, yeah. right? Yeah. But but it's cool how he finds the reason a, a reason to motivate to himself, and and, yeah. and, and uh, that's why he's a champion that he is. But um, uh, I think that we're gonna, we're in for a good race this weekend for sure. But why don't we go ahead and get somebody on the line that's actually going to be in the race and uh, seeing it from a first person perspective
1: yeah that'd be really cool who, who, who you got in mind
0: i don't know let's see if we can get bryson neal on the line oh
1: man that'd be awesome
0: <laughs> yeah guys we got bryson neal on the line so we're gonna jump off here for a second and get right back on with him all right guys we're back as promised uh we got bryson neal on the line we're gonna talk about the hoosier race this weekend in indiana uh bryson thanks for joining us today buddy
3: hey thanks for having me on guys good to see you yeah, yeah man good,
0: good to have you back on and uh uh, we really enjoyed the last podcast that you were on. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Brandon wasn't here that time, but no, uh, he was here. excited to get to talk to you today.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, Brandon, uh, we, we missed out last time. We had a little solo session, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Having a good
0: talk today and catching up with you guys.
1: Yeah, man. I, I was really bummed I missed you, miss you last time. but uh,
0: That was the only show Brandon ever missed. And I he know. was like, Are you kidding me? I was like, oh, Really? And that, <laughs> and that was the one. Oh, that was man. One. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, uh, man. We'll, we'll make up for it here soon. This won't be our only chat. You know, there's going to be a lot more. So yeah, for sure. I, I enjoy talking to you guys.
0: Yeah, awesome. for sure, man. We appreciate that. So, uh, so how's the 2021 season been in your eyes uh we've had some up and ups and downs this year so far but um uh i mean when you've won you've had really good races and uh uh i mean pretty much every race that you haven't broke down you've been in contention for the win so uh talk us through that a little bit
3: yeah you know the 2021 season it's um it's been bittersweet, you know. We worked our butt off all winter long to come out and, and uh, battle all year long with Walker for this championship. Um, we definitely got the tools and the speed, but you know we had two issues um, that that just that just bit us. One with the the weld breaking on my steering flag, and um, that one's out of my hands. And then uh, just hitting the, the I guess a stump um, at Camp Coker on the on lap one or three mile marker, just hitting it just perfect, and it just just ripped my chain in half. You know, I was hit with two things. It kind of just like, "Wow, whoa, wins out of sales." Like we worked all this time. We're back in points, two races down. Like um, I ain't gonna lie. Um, after Camp Coker, I went home and I was bummy there for a few days, for almost a week. And I was just like, "Man, like, dude, come on!" Like I worked all winter for this, and you know, I got the speed and and. I, I, I want to do good. I want to win races, and it it, it I ain't going to lie to you guys. It, it affected me there for about a week, but, you know, I, I came out of that. I went and raced the Wexer, and um, I had a great time at the Wexer, and, and the track was nice, the people getting out and, and talking and seeing everybody. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm still fast. I'm still healthy. My bike's still working great. I'm just going to go out to the next races and just, just – act like nothing ever happened. Just try to just keep on keeping on, win races and uh, just try to keep the same mindset, you know? And that's, that's, that's all I'm trying to do going forward. And, and uh, I, I think that's just try to be positive. You know, that's all a guy can do.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a big bummer. You know, we, we've all seen you have the speed and, and um,
0: that it, flag breaking was yeah, crazy. though. That like, was notes. whenever you posted the picture of that, that was weird. Like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> it,
3: that's what, you know, that's kind of like one of them, one in a million type of deals, you know, it's just like, I can kind of take the chain breaking, you know, cause I've been the races and, you know, GNCC racing, hair scrambles off road, like anything can happen, but a, a chain that's, that happens. But the steering flag deal, that was the, the real kick to the butt because, um, you know, that was, you know, I lost out 30 points that day. It, walker and me was having us a really good battle down there in florida we was about a mile and a half from the finish line and everything was just i was like well uh, i'm at least i want to finish second today you know i was going to be happy with second coming back to, to the pack and, and having a penalty um from starting my bike too early and and just to be back on back on um just just to climb back up and and, and get to him at the last two races and be able to to battle and um I was happy, you know, leaving there a second and uh, that steering flag, deal—that you know, was, that was a bummer, you know, because completely out of my hands, because I, I do all my own work in my shop. Um, I'm kind of, you know, a one man band. I, I train by myself. I ride by myself. I, I work in the shop by myself. Um, I do everything pretty well by myself and, and I take it to heart. You know, I'm really trying. To, I feel like I'm one guy you know, Walker and Mark, they're a duo, you know, Walker races and Mark, he's the, the machine in the, in the shop. And I feel like I'm one guy taking on two guys and, 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 um, to have something happen to me, two things, it's kind of like out of my hands. It, 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 it sucked, but, um, yeah, it is crazy, crazy deal.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm sure like, <clears throat> you know, doing all that work by yourself is, is, is tough. I'm sure. I mean, like, Brandon, I raced the local a local hair, hair scramble series last year, and and doing all that work, that's oh, yeah. tough, man. Just oh, week yeah. in and week out, and, and and checking every bolt and doing oh. doing all the maintenance is is just a tough job. Like that's the, the racing part's the easier part of that, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs>
3: yeah. we yeah, all know. You get to the, oh sorry. No, sorry you're bro. you're
0: good, Bryce. You're good, Go ahead, buddy.
3: I was going to say when you get to the races, it's kind of like. Uh, breathe you know yeah, like yeah. okay everything's done everything's pretty all my bikes are all nice like, like race day is like the best day because i'm like okay i can just kind of relax and and just do my thing but you know just trying to race weekend the weekend it, i, I want to go to the ixr's um you know the last couple ones but the rain has been mud fest um, out there the last couple rounds and I'm, i haven't made the trip out to indiana yet but you know, just trying to keep the, the schedule going, of prepping the bikes, and uh, staying on top of training, and, and staying on top of life, and um, everything in general, it's it, it's it, you know, it's, it's daunting, it's a task for anyone, and uh, I, I try to do my best at it, and um, I, I try to have fun, and um, I got great people around me, you know, I'm not just the only person, you know, my uncle Mike, he's, he's up um, in Meigs County, he's about an hour from me, and if I have any big bolts that I I strip or destroy or anything like that, he's like the God at at tap and die sets. Like he can fix literally any, any, any mess up that's just catastrophic. he can pretty well almost fix it. I need his phone number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's, He's a he's a tough cat to get a hold of.
0: I will toss it out to
3: him. <laughs> he, he, if he likes you, he likes you. if he don't, he don't. You, there you know. That's his bike.
0: Hey, you talk yeah. about the the uh your bike's looking pretty this year. Dude, I'm a sucker for black on black. Like that's a good-looking machine you got uh rolling up to the starting line every weekend. Um yeah, that's it, it's it's a it's a pretty one to look at for sure. <laughs>
3: oh yeah i like the black you know i've, I've always kind of roll with the, the try to be a little bit different on the colors um i had a black and gold one last year um kind of my dad he wanted to build a black and he's been begging me to build a silver frame um for, <laughs> forever for years now and um he got his wish that both our national bikes this year is silver frame um silver swing arm everything else black black plastic a arms components and it turned out really, really clean. But I'm um, about to put out another bike. Um, I'm just about to finish it um, this week. It's my practice bike, and it's got a green John Deere frame.
0: Nice. <laughs> it's going to have
3: everything black, you know, black swing arm, black A arms, black plastic, but John Deere green frame. And, and that was his choice too on the color. So, <laughs> well, I, I'm, kinda, I'm excited to see how it turns out yeah i was going to
1: ask you where, where is that neon green like your uh, fan shirts out there in the woods you see all the time <laughs>
3: well i i'd love to have another because um i don't i don't know um if you guys remember or if anyone does but in coastal my first year that i raced with Coastal racing uh i think tyler king came up with the color it was a neon frame like our shirts and it was okay. white plastic and dude it turned out Just beautiful. It was actually a really good looking color.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, we talked Brandon talking about the shirts. Uh those shirts, like whenever we're watching on racer TV, stick out like a sore thumb. And I'm sure that is like so, so helpful when you're in the woods and, and you're like you're looking for people that you can trust. And Brandon <laughs> talked a couple of weeks ago about like how you don't trust the guy with the beer, but if he, if he has, if he has that bright uh, neon green shirt on, you do.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, it, it, they stick out like a sore thumb, you know, it's, I, I love the shirts that, that we got. And um, man, I can see uh, Troy Edelblut out there. I can see Justin Fowle and I can see Michael Vandelier. I, I can see everyone who's got, who comes to the race and helps me out. You know, I, I can see him, you know, really easy. And it just, they're good looking. They stand out in the crowd and uh, we, we definitely got what we wanted out of them.
0: Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So a couple of weeks ago we had Walker on and, uh, he had mentioned how, how the next couple of races, uh, meaning the last one. And then, uh, this one coming up at Indiana and then, uh, the John Penton are all races that, that, you know, kind of favor you because you were the last one to win those races. Um, are you excited being heading into races that you had already proved yourself as a winner? Um, and uh, what's your mindset going into uh, these next couple of rounds?
3: You know, I uh, never really thought about it because um, I'm just not having this conversation with you guys. Because last year, you know, I won the most races I, I technically have ever won in a season. But going into the last round at Big Buck, I guess, number two, um. Yeah, it it was a little bit easier on the mind, you know. Already kind of knowing that, hey, I've been here. I know this place. I really like it. I enjoy it. Uh, I've won here. I've proven. Like it does. It does. It's a little bit of a factor for sure. And um, it, it's. I love going to Indiana. I love the dirt. Doesn't matter for racing. Southern Indiana, you know, north of I seventy and Upper Indiana. I- everywhere there, I I love it. I love the soil. The woods. Um, I definitely looking forward to the weekend. and i think we're going to get some rain on wednesday and thursday and then uh, it looks like sunny all day friday all day saturday so that looks like it's it. going to be a tacky ready-fied just straight up race and that's what that's what i'm after
1: that sounds awesome <laughs> that sounds like a good track
3: yeah, yeah. Ironman, whenever it gets, you know, a little bit of, like last year, back in October, is a little bit chilly, but it, the sun came out right when we went to the start line, and it turned out to be one of the best Ironmans we've ever had. And um, I'm hoping this year, it's looking like the weather might be, it's, it's going to rain a good amount, but I think by the time, you know, the morning races and they slosh out the holes, they'll make the rut steep, but I think it'll be pretty rough by the time we get to it, but straight up and good.
1: Do you think this round at Ironman, because they're going to run two rounds there, do you think this round is going to be like the typical Ironman, or do you think they're going to save that for the end of the year? Or do you think they're going to come out like a new trail
3: or what? You know, everyone I've talked to is is asked that same question. You know, we've all been talking like, man, what's it going to be like? We've never been to Ironman where – everything's grown there's there's trees on there's trees there's leaves there's there's corn on the ground so everyone's asking the same question going on this weekend and I, I think it's kind of cool that we're going to visit there twice because it it gives it another spin you know a different side of the of the iron man place of the property um i don't know if it's going to be for the better or for the worse, but uh i i'm definitely looking forward to it because i i just enjoy being there at that place in general
0: yeah, you talk about the corn being on the ground. That's going to affect the field sections as well as to what they're able to do. Um, I would say that probably means more wooded sections. Uh, so that might, I guess, slow the pace down a little bit. Because I know Ironman has a lot of field sections uh, typically, if I remember correct, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're looking forward to watching the race the race this coming weekend. Um, when you so. Being that you've had a couple of races where you know unfortunate incidents have happened with with the bike, um, does that change your mindset going into these rounds? Are you kind of like uh, at a win or bust uh, mentality at this point in, in the season because of that, or how do you approach these these next uh, races coming up?
3: Uh, I, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to win every race, you know. I. It's, I that's what i work for is what i strive to anyone who's an athlete who's um you know trying to do a job you know they want to go out they want to be successful and i got goals and just like anyone else does and you know it's it's the same i feel like it's the same even if i didn't have those two mechanicals that had the same mindset that i do right now it's just like hey well we we, we work our butt off um we're we're in shape where the bike's working really good we're just going to Try to go out here and win today and um, that's kind of how we show up every weekend like we feel like we can win and uh, we'll try our best if we don't we'll go back home and we'll repunt the ball and, and do what we need to do and try to get back up there next time you know there's a lot of past people in the class and um, a lot of newcomers coming up through and uh, i think the racing's is only going to get more interesting going forward but you know going forward i, I feel like my mind's still the same and um i, I still want the same thing so
2: yeah
1: I mean, right, so you're pretty much attacking these rounds like, uh, like there is no tomorrow, right? you just <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, I I've heard this uh the, at, like after the last couple races, you know, I've kind of skimmed through the their GNCC live and, and kind of heard people talking, and they'll they'll say things like Bryson needs to not ride the bike so hard. He's 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 going to break the bike. He's pushing so hard, and he needs to back it off and. You know, with the two issues that I had this year, I, I don't think that the me pushing too hard kind of pertain to the issues that I had and mechanical failures. Because the the weld breaking, I literally didn't hit one thing all day up Florida, and that was just a just a bad weld on, on that part. And and the chain, you know, I, I wouldn't have changed anything that day with the way I was riding. But um yeah, I'm just gonna go out and just try to lay down solid, fast laps and, and try to be smooth and drop the hammer and, and just, just try my best. You know, if, if I break the bike, I break it at this point, I guess I'm two races down, but, uh, I'm just going to go out and try to put myself in position, you know, early. And, um, yeah, that's the big thing for me is to uh, put myself up there in contention early. That way I don't have to, you know, take chances and and, and try to run down the guys and, and, um, that's kind of whenever things can happen and you get into the danger zone.
0: Right. I'll tell you what, man, the, the races where you've came from the back. um, Impressive. Uh, Like, you know, running Walker down, running these guys down from, from, you know, whether it be a first turn uh, tip over or, or just a bad start. Um, You know, we talk about all the time how, you know, the bike guys, they don't really take too much stock in the start because let's, I mean, for obvious reasons the quad the quad start is is a lot more important than the bike start um, yeah. but you know brandon and i talk a lot about how um we feel that the class is kind of broken up into these little miniature divisions and, and you and Walker seem to be the guys that are the pace setters of the class and then you got guys that can can hang with you guys when when they like are able to throw that toe hook out and latch on to you guys uh, but as like the pace setters and you know you talk about how guys are making comments that that you need to ease up on the bike or whatever. Hey, I take that as a compliment because you're one of the few guys that are that are riding the bike to its full capabilities, <laughs> to where you could break it just because of how hard you're riding it.
3: Yeah, it's you know, it. I can definitely tell. Like, say I get a bad start, and I know Walker got the whole shot. I can definitely tell the pace. Just coming through the pack and um trying to pass guys i can tell when walker has the lead because i there's already a gap you know in between some people and and you you can instantly just tell um you know the dirt bike side they got that extra hour to play with it's still very important for them to get the start but you know for us it's 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 literally it's becoming almost do or die you know you can live and die by the start and um you know like last race is we had dust and um i think i got fifth or sixth place going to the woods and and whenever i came off the track i I told the crew i was like man i was like i'm glad i didn't start another at least two or three positions three behind you know because where i was at was thick and dusty and if you was just a two or three more back i just it makes all the difference in the world is track positioning you know and um i think everyone on the front line it's no secret everyone knows it and everyone's gunning for the same thing and that's what's making it so hard is because every guy up there on that starting line, everyone knows how important it is, and um, everyone's trying to get the same thing. And um, you know, the dirt bike they're a little bit more laid back, but the quads—it's just—it's just what twelve or twelve to fourteen of us just up there snarling, just growling, hungry, just wanting the same thing to try to get that track position. In.
0: Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you talk about dust race last time. Uh, last time out. Uh, Brandon and I were just talking just a little bit ago. It seems like we've had somewhat of a drier spring this year, so I gotta think that, you know, because of that, there might be more dust races in the future. Um, does that come to play in your mind when you when you talk about or when you think about like maybe bike prep, or uh, maybe prep for a uh, pit stop, like we saw last year with the um, um, with the the race up at. Uh, Oh shoot! Mount Morris, uh, Morris race—that was the one of the most gnarly races I've ever seen as far as dust goes. Yeah, you know
3: what's so crazy is that 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 race I feel like kind of changed the game because you know um, there's so many people that went down with an air filter issue that day. So many people locked up their engines, and and there was people who swapped um, swapped air filters during the race. Walker, I think uh, Cole did for sure. McGill, I think. Uh, you know a couple other guys, um, but you know what really set in after the race was that whenever you know I was sitting there with my with uh, my my bike and, and everything, I barely made it limped it into the finish line. Chris Borge came over, and you know he's been racing for so long, he's got so much experience, and he's been he's been in the dust and the mud, just every every type of scenario you could envision. And I asked, him, I said, Chris, have you ever? once had to swap an air filter during the middle of a race and he told me he said no and I was like wow you know like the six-time champ who's been through it all all these years of racing experience that was one that was new to him that day and I was just like it made me feel a little bit better going home that day but yeah going forward you know it's definitely on the radar of um swapping an air filter during the race because that day was just some deep silty ball haul type of type of dust and the dust that we experienced this past weekend at Big Buck, the track didn't get, you know, powdery like that. But whenever we get in that powder and when we get up, you know, John Penton doesn't really get powdery like that and Big Buck in Georgia. But, you know, that Pennsylvania soil right there where it's just, it's so deep. You know, I, I remember we raced there a couple of years before that. And it was a little bit muddy. And I was like, man, if there's a mud race here, this thing get deep because um, it's like there's no bottom.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I remember seeing videos. I didn't race in that race, thank God. (laughs) But I remember seeing videos of that, and it uh, looked—it almost looked like you guys were like pushing snow with your bumpers (laughs) up the hills, and like it just wild. I've never seen anything like that before at all. Uh, But um, yeah, with you know all that being said, man. You know, I, I, I we're excited to see you know the battles that you guys have for sure. Um, you and Walker are are capable of putting on some like stupendous shows, and uh, we're we're really excited to see that for sure. How's um? Uh, I noticed you. I saw you got a new puppy. How's home life going?
3: <laughs> oh man, it's been great. You know, the first first couple of weeks was a little rough with waking up at um. You know, <laughs> you know, two or three times in the middle of the night, taking him out to pee and. And, um, I remember the, the couple of nights before the race, uh, I was like, I asked my girlfriend, I was like, Brooke, I was like can you take over these next couple of nights? I was like, I got to sleep. <laughs> and I just, me and her kind of look at each other like, man, are we, are we ready for a baby? Like, right. man, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, we, we need some more time to enjoy, it. but, um, you know, it's been great though. He's been a great dog. You know, Australian Shepherds, they, they catch on so quick and learn. He's already potty trained and, and, um, he's got other dogs around that, that, that he associates with and kind of watches them, and he's kind of in a more of a routine now. And, and man, it's it's he's cool. He's my little he's my little homie.
0: It's funny you mentioned about baby uh, that being a baby, cause like. Uh, we just got a new puppy as well uh, in February, and <clears throat> we were going through the same thing you guys were going through, like the crying at night and then letting her out, and and it was snowing when we were doing it, and it was awful. And uh, we've already had kids, so um, it is very similar for for those two weeks. Then it gets a lot easier, but yeah, it is very similar for sure. <laughs> I, got,
2: I got
1: three, and it's just there. I got it's like I got four kids. <laughs> I'm telling you.
3: oh man there's something else ain't they just that i just love them to death you know i'm such an animal person and i love any type of dog and um gosh i we in our household you know growing up as kids and stuff we our dogs were basically our brothers and our sisters like they were just family and it's just uh to have my own little one you know i love it i'm having fun and he's cool but like i don't know i'm i am i like you guys are talking about it, that next step of life, you know, life's coming and um, it's, it's, it, it gets everyone. You got to kind of change up the playbook and um, a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of big boy work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That real world, that real world stuff gets in the way pretty quick, huh?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it does. So I, I'm, I'm starting to catch on to it right now. You know, Brooke and me, she's, she's graduating school this year and uh, we're, we're getting into our own place and our own spot and uh, we're, you know, gutted out the house this past week, and uh, we've been painting and uh, getting everything ready. You know, uh, a little bit more work on top of everything else going on, but uh, man, we're enjoying it. We're we're having fun, and and uh, we're just taking it day by day.
0: Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Well, hey, we hey, Bryson, did did uh, did you
1: check? Um, Do you watch any kind of fighting or anything like UFC fights or anything like that?
0: Yeah,
3: and this past weekend was nuts.
1: Did did you see that guy with the with the kick with the leg?
3: Oh my gosh! Yeah, so that that was when we saw that live, and and then I was just watching on Twitter over and over and over. That I was just because I've seen Chris Weidman fight before, and, and just as you know, the same thing that happened to happen Anderson Silva, and it was just nuts. He just came through with the kick, and then the worst part for me was watching, him to you know, they train so much. It's just like all in one motion, and him just a. Put his foot down to catch himself after the kick, and then just to watch it just fold like a like a chair. Oh my god! Oh
1: my god! Yeah. Brandon, Brandon just showed I'm it to me it right now. To Cooper right now.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> watch, yeah. him, watch him
1: step on it, Coop. Watch him.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> that's gruesome. <laughs> it, the, the people
3: in the background, you know, jumping out of their chairs, and Joe Rogan just flipping out. It's just it was nuts. Absolutely, I. I couldn't believe it.
0: That's horrifying. Oh, man. It's, it's a, <laughs> that's what I expected Cameron McAdoo to look like after his crashes. <laughs> yeah.
3: I tell you what, he's, he's a tough cookie, though. I mean, I, he looks like he weighs like like 160, you know, around there, 150, 160 pounds. And that was a digger. He took a huge hit, and kudos to him for getting back up and, and gutting it out in the main. You know, that was cool.
0: Dude, I, I think that that guy got more fans because of what he did than any championship would ever bring him. Um, I'm a, I mean, I've, I've been a huge fan of McAdoo, uh, but uh, that one was uh, solidifying there for sure.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I, it definitely made me a fan of him. And, and after this last weekend, you know, he people's kind of calling him, he's reckless and he doesn't <laughs> need to be on the track and things like that, too much heart, but I don't know, man, I just – I don't think that he's reckless. You know, I think he's, I really think he's just trying to ride the next level. And he's got to, he's got to perfect his own self and try to get his speed. I think he's on to a new level of speed, but he's got to perfect it. You know, he's he's making issues, he's making mistakes and kind of making silly ones. And he's just got to try to take a step back and and kind of repunk the ball. You know, I, I don't think he's reckless, but. I think he's on to a, a new level of speed, though. The next thing for him,
0: yeah, for sure, it, for uh, sure, yeah. He's his his um his ability to maintain that speed has got to catch up with his heart a little bit, but uh, yeah, it, he's yeah. he's a really fun kid to watch. Um, somebody that. Uh, uh, it's refreshing to see somebody like that not give up and just push through and kind of an inspiration. It's like, oh, man, after watching that guy ride, like I need to go hit the gym or something.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely inspiring for sure. I mean, that was cool. To take a digger, especially on the tunnel jump, you know, those are made all out of concrete and they're hard packed as hell. I mean, that that was a true blue hit. And to get back up and still finish the main and finish third, I mean, that was – That was badass, 100% badass award of the year. Yeah, no
0: doubt. No doubt. The guy had two two highlight uh, real – crashes within four days of each other and still was kicking so <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah. uh, hey Bryson man we'll let you uh, get off this show uh, we appreciate you coming back on um, you know guys like you coming on the show have really made it into what it is um, people love hearing from you guys and, and hearing what you guys are going through from the week to week basis so we we do appreciate you coming on buddy no, I
3: appreciate you and Brandon for having me on and uh, man I'm looking forward to talking to you guys here soon I know we've played kind of phone tag here for for a few weeks back and <laughs> forth but i'm glad i was able to make it happen and um maybe after you know john penton or you know give us another month let, let's let's do it again because uh, i definitely enjoy every time i talk to you guys
0: yeah man we we definitely appreciate it too and uh like i said we're uh uh, you know, huge fans of all you guys. And uh, it's really cool to get to talk to you. We're kind of living out our dream, uh, just being able to talk to you guys and get the inside scoop. And uh, like I said, man, we appreciate you being on uh, for sure. But we'll let you get off here, buddy, and get to uh, get ready for Hoosier.
3: <laughs> all right, man. Well, I appreciate it. and I hope you guys have a great week. And um, and um, I hope, hope to talk to you guys soon. And uh, we'll see everybody listening. We'll see you guys at the races. And um, yeah, let's let's all go have a good weekend.
0: All right, yeah, man. Good luck, buddy. Thanks, thanks again, buddy.
3: All right, thank you, guys. All
0: right, later. All right. See you. All right, guys. That was Bryson Neal. Uh, we appreciate his time coming on the podcast and uh, talking to us about the next upcoming race. Um, <clears throat> man, I'm excited to see these battles uh, coming coming up in the next few races. Um, you know, Bryson's in a place where he's he he needs these he needs wins, and uh, man, he's got the speed to do it. So we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes this weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's always good hearing from Bryson, and uh it's good to see where he where he's at and uh where where his mind thought you know, where his thoughts are. So
0: Yeah, for sure. We got uh man, we only got a couple more rounds before we're gonna head up to the uh Mount or the uh Mount Morris race yeah. and uh watch. We might Mount have to hit up
1: John Pitton. <laughs> we might have to go there. I mean I I I, I can't remember when John pitton is, but I think it's coming up in May, isn't it? It's after
0: it's it's the it's the next race. Yeah, After an
1: Iron man, yeah. yeah after we might Iron just man. have to drive up there just to drive up. It's not that far.
0: No, no, not too far at all for sure. So, yeah, we'll check that out. And, uh, yeah, thanks, guys, for joining the podcast today. Uh, as always, make sure you like and subscribe to us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, big news coming up here soon for the podcast, so we're excited to announce that to you guys here pretty soon. Um, yeah, so moving forward, we uh got a lot of stuff going on, man. So. Yeah, keep uh,
1: listening. Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, thanks for listening, man. We uh, we appreciate all the support, and yeah, guys, we're gonna sign off for this week. We'll be back next week with episode thirty-four covering the GNCC race for this past week or for this weekend coming up. And
1: And end of Supercross. End of
0: Supercross. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we gotta do a preview uh, outdoor show here soon. A
1: little bit, and maybe if there's an off
0: week or something. Yeah, for sure. So all that all that to come, guys. Yeah. Yeah, constant Constant podcast coming your (laughs) way, fellas. (laughs) All All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.
2: Watch out for the boys in blue and all this small town. He said, she said, ain't it funny how rumors spread like I know something y'all don't know. Man, that talk is getting old. You better mind your business, man. Watch your mouth before I have to knock that loud mouth out. I'm tired of talking, man. Y'all ain't listening. Them old dirt roads is what y'all listen i chilling on the dirt road. About them good old days, the way we were raising our southern ways And we like cornbread and biscuits, and if it's broke round here, we fix it I can take y'all where you need to go, down to my hood, back in them woods We do a different round here, that's right, but we sure do it good, and we do it all night So if you really wanna know how it feels to get off the road, trucks and four wheels Jump on in, and man, tell your friends, we'll raise some hell with a top in Chillin' on the dirt road, laid back, swervin' like them George Jones